0: Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. The pandemic has forced most of us to work differently. HR leaders and hiring managers had to pivot and adjust to the new norms. And as part of that, switch up how they design job descriptions to reflect the changes in working conditions, essential functions, physical demands. And the expectations of candidates. In this HR chat, we're going to hear from Don Berman, co founder and VP of Sales, Marketing and Partners at JD Expert, a web based solution that allows users to bring structure and efficiencies to the way they construct, manage, and store job information. With a robust feature set and flexible platform, JD Expert has elevated itself as a leader in job description management and offers its customers an unparalleled solution that empowers effective talent management, amps up compensation, manages risks, and keeps it simple. Don leads the adoption of HR and talent management applications and tech, driving best practices at large and medium-sized companies in the US and all around the globe. He has been instrumental in evolving the focus of JD Expert's talent management platform toward a job description-centric model that resulted in JD Expert being a market leader in job description management solutions. Don, it's my absolute pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Thanks, great to be here. Okay, so beyond my wee introduction there, Don, please tell our listeners a bit more about yourself and what you get up to.
1: We here at JD Expert have been kind of pounding the whole message about the importance of job descriptions for many years. And finally, really, in the last couple of years, people have really started to pick up and understand the message. Uh, I spent many years running the client-facing side of the company, uh, implementation, support, and training. Uh, But recently, I've moved over to run the sales and marketing. So, I mean, I've always been a a big fan of marketing, and I've spent a lot of time and effort uh, with uh, my friend Ashley on that. Uh, But I'm also very focused on partners. Uh, So that's really what I'm up to now. We just recently signed up a a really important partnership for us. Uh, We're partnering with Payscale, uh, so they're offering our job description management tools as part of their overall compensation solution, and uh, that's turned out to be a a super effective combination.
0: Let's talk a bit about COVID and what it's meant for how we're all working differently now. How have firms adjusted, do you think, Don? How have they adjusted their their job descriptions to reflect the changes in essential functions, physical demands, working conditions, and possibly even exemption statuses. And perhaps you can share some use cases around the ways that the needs of your customers have changed since Q1 of 2020 and what that's meant for the way that your team has had to be maybe more agile and adjust to meet new requirements. Well, all of
1: a sudden, people are working from home. So, you know, people, a lot of companies found that really terrifying. I mean, some of the smaller companies, you know, they have people working at home, okay, what are those people doing? Are they being effective? Are they getting their jobs done? You know, it's uh, it's the really the big worry. And in the beginning, when um, when the pandemic first hit, people were kind of deer in the headlights. You know, and we discovered this with our clients as well. They were like, you know, how are we going to get this done? And how are we going to do this implementation? And then, you know, people really realized that they actually could work from home. You know, and I think that was the biggest stumbling block initially. Um, But as far as, you know, you asked about, you know, the whole idea of, you know, use cases and how we've adapted to it, Um, you know, job descriptions are more important in the time of any time of business disruption. Uh, And there's a bunch of reasons uh, why that is. Uh, But most important is that understanding the work that people do and making sure that that works getting done. Specifically, what we've done though, is we've implemented some technology in our core job description management platform that really allow you to adjust in times of business disruption. And I'll just list off some of them. One of the things is we've uh, provided the ability to mark essential functions as being on site. So this allows company to understand where the exposure is within certain job descriptions uh, and to understand that certain job descriptions may be more impacted by working at home uh, than others. Uh, And we've also allowed for kind of a time bound override of essential functions, so that you can put in a set, a set of essential functions that are for a specific period of time. Let's say you have a, a receptionist who's now gonna be doing COVID screening. Uh, so you can change her job description for that brief period of time. Uh, and then when the time period is over, it'll automatically revert back to the normal um, essential functions, functions of that job. Um, we've also provided a different model for qualifications. Uh, allowing them to be scaled up or down. Uh, for instance, you might loosen requirements uh, for, let's say some nursing positions because you're having trouble finding, uh, you know, and that's a little bit of a challenge uh, in the acquisition market. So you can kind of loosen the requirements a bit. Um, and also you might want to have, uh, let's say some more stringent requirements for specific licenses and certifications for specific scenarios you know, that are impacted uh, by the business disruption. Um, and just like the overrides in um, uh, with essential functions, these can be snapped back uh, to their normal uh, qualifications uh, after the business disruption has uh, has been completed. And folks have really uh, taken
0: advantage of that. I recently interviewed a chat from Gartner, and and we were looking at the uh, the the changing nature of uh, of resumes and the skills that are being listed on resumes. and the number of skills required on a resume actually increased by around 40 percent in the the last five years although quite surprisingly around half of those skills were no longer found in a job description i was wondering or how that decreases our ability to predict which skills might be in demand in the next few years
1: we're seeing a lot of focus from people on the idea of skills-based job descriptions not just uh, as far as kind of the the scenario you're describing uh, but the idea of down the road being able to have a of talent that you can access by skills within your organization. So, you know, skills are really important. And we see, uh, you know, we see as far as how many skills you see in job descriptions, we see the opposite of that. We see people's re- relying a lot more on skills, you know, with Workday, Skill Cloud, and other types of uh, applications. Our tool provides a tremendous amount of content in the area of skills that folks can apply to job descriptions. Uh, and we urge our customers to do so. And we really don't need to urge them. I mean, that is. That is something that's in the marketplace. Folks are really sp- focusing on, instead of just what this person will do, the skills required to support that. And that's a that's a model we see going on throughout all of the industries that are covered by our customers.
0: So job descriptions contain lots of essential data, Don, but because they have historically been difficult to manage, they've maybe been perceived as burdensome or sometimes even disposable. What do you think people undervalue and why they undervalue the importance of job descriptions?
1: Well, you know, I, I don't think it's a question of value. I think people understand that they really value. It really comes down to fear, if you ask me. First of all, people, uh, most people, their job descriptions are a mess. Uh, so what happens is it's kind of this gigantic problem that they're just ignoring and uh, and just hoping it'll go away. I mean when you talk to people about their job descriptions, it's like, you know, you've asked to, like, look inside their sock drawer. But the bigger the company, the, m- the bigger the problem. Uh, they all know that there's this giant iceberg out there that they're eventually they're gonna run into, but they just you really can't get their arms around how to tackle the problem. It's, there's so many people, so many individuals and in, uh, with so many different job descriptions and they're, they're a mess. And people just are afraid to, you know, they don't even know how they're gonna go about uh, solving the problem. And that's what JD Expert does. It allows you to actually solve a problem not just now, but permanently. And you know, once people get over that fear, um, that's kind of the first step. Uh, the, also, the areas. Uh, another area is governance, right? So, you know, right now people are in an area. Somebody, somebody has a job description or wants a job description. They just pull one out from a, from somewhere and they make some changes to it on the fly. And before you know it, there's this proliferation of zillions of job descriptions flying around, and they're all different than what HR has. So, you know, the governance thing is another factor that is. Uh, you know, really causes problems and, and really daunts people from, from adopting a solution. And then collaboration. So, you know, if you could just write your job job descriptions for everyone in your organization, we probably people wouldn't really have a problem. But the fact is, they can't. It takes a village. You know, at the very least, you need the, um, you know, the person who's managing folks, you know, they're going to have really understand the details of what that uh, what that what people are doing in that job. But you're also going to need the, uh, the perspective of, of folks in compliance and compensation and you're recruiting people. So, you know, it it takes a village, as I said. So, um, you know, that collaboration can be very daunting. You know, and most people are trying to do it, you know, with email and Word documents. And if you've ever tried to do anything, you know, like that, I mean, it's very it's difficult enough when you're dealing with two people. Try to add a couple more to it. Um, you know, it's it becomes really gruesome. Plus the fact that you know, with a particular job, you may have this same job in a number of different departments. You know, so this whole thing really becomes an issue, um, and collaboration is really the key. And using technology, as we do in JD Expert, really helps with that. And the last thing, uh, the, you know, the reason that job descriptions really suffer um, is that, you know, people hate to write job descriptions. I mean, to tell you the truth, people really don't like to write in general, but writing a job description, you know, most people see us as, as like a really onerous task. Um, and what we provide that really helps get around that is content. You know, when you provide, if you were to send a blank job description form to someone, you know, they'll like stare at it and wait for words to magically appear, or, you know, go zipping across the internet, trying to find something relevant. But providing content really makes that whole stress factor go away. Um, and what we do is we provide a great deal of, I mean, you can actually just pick a job and uh, one of our content jobs and base your job description on it, or you can pull content as you go. Uh, and that really alleviates that problem to a very large degree, making people more, uh, more willing to comply when you ask them to work on a job description as opposed to um, you know, just giving them a blank form.
0: I understand and I respect what you're saying there in terms of uh, the, the the part where you're talking about the templates and how that's a pretty bad idea for a whole bunch of reasons, such as compliance. But what about what about if you're if you're hiring uh, the the same role or a very similar role within the same organization? Is there not then an opportunity to to reuse a job description?
1: Well, the thing is you don't necessarily have to reuse it i mean the thing is that people often confuse the idea of a job posting with a job description right a job description is an empirical description of the work that is done and and, and that's kind of a you know a very concise definition there's really a lot more to it than that um but a job posting is an advertisement used to advertise a job uh you know for uh, generally now on the internet of course these days so they're really very different things so in our mind A job posting is derived from the job description. You may tweak that posting for a particular uh, time that you're posting for that job or uh, particular skills in in some event or other. Uh, But it's all based on that empirical job description document that sits behind it. So I don't really see that as a contradiction.
0: Maybe you can share with us now what, what you feel is at risk by continuing to ignore job descriptions.
1: Well, the big scary monster uh, behind ignoring your job descriptions are uh, compliance. Uh, You know, uh, those wage and hour suits from the Department of Labor, you know, often those are based on misclassifications. So those can be, you know, extremely expensive because what they'll do is they'll not only, you know, fine you, but you'll have to pay that overtime that you missed paying uh, for for all those employees over those number of years. So those are those big ticket items that you see you know, you scary ones that you see in the news, Uh, but above and beyond that, you know, compliance with the the ADA, the Americans with Disabilities Act, Um, you know, we really have to uh, really get a handle on your uh, physical demands and working conditions. And we see that our clients, when they, you know, they start with us, a lot of times they're not that, you know, up to date and they're not that Focused on maintaining that information, but that's critical in ADA compliance. And all of our clients that, as they go through the process, usually end up with a quite robust uh, implementation of physical demands and working conditions. Uh, you know, disability discrimination suits uh, from the EEOC uh, because of the uh, Americans with Disabilities Act, you know, are common, They're, they happen all the time. Um, and in a disability discrimination suit, the EEOC will accept uh, a job description as a as an exhibit if you can prove that that job description predates the uh, posting of that job for employment. Uh, so having a job description management tool that has uh, archive features in it that allow you to go ahead and see you know reproduce a job description from a particular date can be really valuable. You know the other thing on compliance are you know all of these state level uh, fair pay acts. You know it started in California or you know pay equity the general term, but California started with its Fair Pay Act, I think it's got like four or five years ago at this point, asking for equal pay for substantially similar work, okay? Not equal pay for equal work, but substantially similar work. So how you'd even, you know, figure out what a, uh, what substantially similar work is, unless you had a clear understanding of what people do as evidence, this is job job description um, is pretty much beyond me. It goes much deeper than just compliance, as scary as that is. First of all, there's talent acquisition, all right? Uh, Clearly, like recruiting is the key here. But what is the cost of a bad hire? You know, you hire somebody and they don't work out, okay? The job description is not, uh, it's not been represented properly. Uh, The person misunderstands the job um, or the person doesn't have the skills or or abilities to perform in it. Well, okay, so you got to go ahead and uh, the cost of, you know, reposting that job and rescreening for it and interviewing and all that stuff, you know, but there's a lot more to it than that you know, um, you know, there's lost engagement, there's lost productivity, you know, bad hires can affect your ability to respond to customers uh, and have cultural impact as well. So it really hiring the wrong person uh, is a, you know, has some really deep impact. Um, And it's, it's something that we really need to, you really need to make sure that you don't do if you can and having accurate and up-to-date job descriptions uh, will aid in that. In fact, a lot of the functionality we provide on the recruiting side are things like, you know, interview guides and that sort of thing, competencies and interview questions with a related interview guide that, that managers can use. So that really helps, you know, defray that sort of thing or prevent it from happening. Talent management in general. I mean, it doesn't take uh, rocket scientists to understand that in order to be able to evaluate people effectively, you need to understand what they do. know that I need to see a whole lot more about that, you know, and in compensation as well, it really is, you know, it's a key factor to understand the work that people do. If you're not compensating employees fairly, you know, if you're underpaying folks, you're going to lose them to your competitors. You know, if you're overpaying them, that has a real impact on the bottom line. So compensation is super important. And that also relies on understanding what people do. So a lot of mistakes can be made all throughout the talent management and compensation landscape, you know, that are really, that are really resting on the foundation of accurate and up-to-date job information.
0: Okay, Don, now maybe you can share with our listeners, in your opinion, that how is technology changing how we manage job descriptions? <laughs>
1: you know, that's a, it's a loaded question because, you know, as you've probably already gotten the point, I mean, people are not managing their job descriptions now um, and where they're trying to do it in a very manual and painful way, you know, email, uh, you know, via Word documents and email. So adding technology is critical. Uh, because it can allow online collaboration, the addition of content, uh, you insert governance in where there was none, so it has a tremendous in, impact uh, you know the ability to provide content, all of these things that I've been talking about uh, just dramatically change the way people deal with job descriptions as opposed to you know putting their heads in the sand and uh, pretending they're not important. They have an online repository where people can go to get job descriptions it, it Makes a pro- the problem just disappear permanently, and you know, believing nobody wants to go out and write their own job description from scratch. The fact that you have a repository in place, folks can go out there, grab that information, uh, make changes to it in a collaborative way, and it gives uh, that governance back to you. And generally, that's uh, the folks in compensation. We find uh, many of our clients; it's those folks who end up you really, you know, carrying the carrying the load because they're the ones who ultimately. Uh, end up responsible for job information. And I guess in some ways it makes sense because they've really got uh, the most to lose if it's not done properly.
0: Okay, we are already coming towards the end of this interview, Don, Before we wrap things up, two more questions for you. And this is in the context that, um, you know, a lot has changed as a result of the pandemic. Um, so we've seen, for example, uh, the, the rise and the speed up of the gig economy and therefore uh, job descriptions now workforce of in-house and and gig workers. Uh, Lots of companies are now hiring, a lot of people are now looking for new roles. What do you think that COVID-19 has taught us about job descriptions and how do you see companies altering their perception of them in the future?
1: What COVID-19 has done is just put an emphasis on that, you know, how important it is that you really understand the work that people do. Because when all of a sudden you take a whole group of people that are are working in a particular environment and change that environment it has impact on the work that they can actually accomplish, uh, the physical demands and working conditions they are under. Um, and also, you know, there's a big issue about, you know, what's going to happen, uh, what's going to come out of this from, um, you know, a litigation perspective. You know, if someone, God forbid, catches COVID or uh, people are forced to go in or, uh, you know, the foibles and uh, of and difficulties of working from home. Having a job description in place that clearly lays out what the work that people are doing is going to help you in any litigation. Attorneys will typically ask for a job description, for a copy of the job description, as a first step in many of these uh, employee related uh, litigation suits. So, um, understanding what people do, being prepared uh, for any type of uh, fallout from a compliance perspective, uh, and being able to effectively manage your workforce all are really going to rely uh, on an accurate and up to date job description. And understanding the work that people do.
0: Okay, and just finally for today, Don, how can our listeners connect with you personally? So is that through email, LinkedIn, Twitter? Maybe you're super cool and you're on TikTok. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> how can they also learn more about all the cool things happening over
1: at GD? Not on TikTok. Uh, go to our okay. website, uh, JDExpert.com. Um, you know, and take a look at, at what that's the best ways to get way to get in touch with us.
0: Okay, and are you receptive to anybody reaching out to you, Don, through LinkedIn or elsewhere? Of course, always. And that just leaves me to say for today, Don, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show.
1: Thank you. Great being here.
0: And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working, and please do continue to stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.